I'm constantly amazed at all the art galleries and museums around the North Country. I mean, this is a little place, but there are so many of them. And I love how they push boundaries of what art can be, who makes it, and how it's presented. So today we're going to feature one of those new exhibits. The Strand in Plattsburgh showcases the work of seven black artists in a new exhibit. We talk with one of the artists on today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Clarkson University, offering over 95 programs of study with campuses in the Hudson Valley, Central, and Northern New York. More at clarkson.edu. Hey, I'm David Sommerstein. It's Friday, February 2nd. First up, the mayor of the city of Plattsburgh announced this morning that he will not run for re-election. First-term Mayor Chris Rosenquist shared the news at the annual North Country Chamber of Commerce State of the City Town and County Breakfast. According to the Plattsburgh Press-Republican, Rosenquist said he wants to spend more time with his family. He has a six-year-old son. The Democrat was elected as the city's first black mayor in 2020. His administration's been marked by some major projects and initiatives that at times drew controversy. Rosenquist worked to resolve years-long legal disputes between the city and town of Plattsburgh. He also pushed through the demolition of the Crate Memorial Civic Center and full reconstruction of Margaret Street downtown. The mayor unsuccessfully tried to appoint an external hire as chief of police in 2021. Last year, he failed to get approval for a deal that would have sold a parcel of waterfront property to a hotel developer. Since Rosenquist is stepping down, Plattsburgh is set up to elect its fourth mayor in four terms this November. There's a group of harmful chemicals that are common in consumer goods and manufacturing. They're known as PFAS, and high exposure to them can cause serious health problems. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand wants to make it easier for victims to sue manufacturers over them. Lucy Grindon reports. Almost every American has some amount of PFAS chemicals in their body. They're often found in consumer products like nonstick pans, microwave popcorn bags, and house paints. They're also used in manufacturing and firefighting foam sprays. They can leach into water systems, contaminating what comes out of people's faucets. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand says that's a real concern. This can put their health at risk, as PFAS chemicals are associated with many illnesses like cancer, liver and immune system problems, and developmental abnormalities in kids. High levels of PFAS contamination are common near military bases and in areas where there's been lots of firefighting. In 2020, the Adirondack Explorer reported high PFAS levels due to firefighting spray at the Adirondack Regional Airport and a nearby mobile home park. The state DEC has designated the airport as a hazardous waste site. And a 2022 assessment at the Fort Drum Army Base near Watertown showed that some areas of the base have PFAS levels that are higher than the standard set by the Secretary of Defense's office. Under Gillibrand's bill, there'd be a specific rule that would allow people to sue for significant PFAS exposure. The standard is an individual would be considered significantly exposed if they demonstrate that they were present in an area where PFAS was released for at least one year, or they get their blood testing done that demonstrates PFAS exposure. The rule would also make it easier for judges to award periodic medical monitoring to victims to screen them for PFAS-related diseases. Gillibrand encouraged New Yorkers to get their blood tested for PFAS if there are allegations of contamination in their area, or to have their well water tested. 
Public water systems are tested for PFAS on a regular basis. Lucy Grindon, North Country Public Radio. An upcoming exhibit at the Strand Center in Plattsburgh showcases the work of seven black artists, including a handful from the North Country. It's called Eloquent Visions, honoring the rich tapestry of black artistry. Monica Sandresky brings us a profile of one of the youngest participants. Winosha Steele had never really encountered racism before moving to the U.S. She says it's still confusing to her. Steele is a mixed-media artist who grew up on the Caribbean island of Antigua and recently earned her BFA at SUNY Plattsburgh. I was one of the only Black people in the art department, only Black woman in the art department that was a BFA. Steele says she encountered racism on campus. One time, a fellow student sent around a Snapchat that talked about lynching. The Snapchat wasn't specifically aimed at her, but Steele says she felt singled out. I still am not sure how to react when racism is in my face. It is, it, I won't say that it's new, it's just unfamiliar still. She knew she wanted to respond and share her perspective, particularly during the Black Lives Matter movement. She created a series called Educate Yourself that features photographs of her that she manipulated in Photoshop. Each photo includes text that almost reads like a textbook. It goes through political moments in Black U.S. history, from the Three-Fifths Compromise to lynching and Jim Crow. It was definitely something that I look back at and question if there was more that I could have done. But like I said, I'm not familiar, so, and I don't feel like I am the the best person to do it, but when when I can advocate, I do advocate. After graduating, depression put Steele's art making at a standstill for more than half a year. When she knew this exhibit was coming up at the Strand, she wanted to push herself to produce more self-portraits. She hopes they help viewers cope with their mental health, too. I took the opportunity to really just put myself out there, and I figured that I it's, and I feel like the most <laughs> the strangest thing for me about putting myself out there is um, connecting with my parents. The opening of Eloquent Visions is the first time her mom is flying in from Antigua for one of her exhibits. Steele says she's always thinking about the conversation her self-portraits are having with the viewer. Now she's thinking about what it will mean to her parents. They love my art and they. Um, they really motivate me to do what I want and what I believe in, but they don't really know this side of me that they're seeing through my art. One of the pieces in the show is a multimedia self-portrait called Accepting the Things That Are True, Accepting the Things That Are You. It features a pastel picture of herself with eyes closed and her hand around her neck. The image is cut apart and attached to a black matte board. Fake butterflies glued on top give it three dimensions. The background is printed with a stream of consciousness. One side reads, trauma is not the end. The other says, fragile, impulsive, insatiable. So fragile is how I feel. Impulsive is a part of my personality. And insatiable is sometimes how I feel others find me. 
In the middle section of the drawing, it says, understanding the nature of being a black woman, disturbingly scary, tough and heartbreaking, the testosterone in those who choose not to comprehend, flourishing through the pain and corruption caused of humankind, accepting the things that are true, but never stop saying, I love me, I love beautiful me, I do, I do. Steele says her mom wants her to be more guarded, but she sees herself as radical, sharing about her mental health in such a public way. So whenever I put something like that there, it is unraveling something new with her daughter. That, but it, I like it. It's fun because it's this, it's this conversation that sometimes I feel like I can't have with them, that I am having with them. So it, it's, it's a beautiful thing, really, um, having that conversation with them through my art. They're proud, regardless. As her depression is lifting, she says her art is evolving. In her latest piece, she cut up the green and red fabric from Antigua's national dress and painted over top of it. She wants her emerging work to celebrate her people. Eloquent Visions opens February 9th at the Strand Center for the Arts in Plattsburgh. Monica Sandresky, North Country Public Radio. The exhibit also features work from Joelle Tineo, William Ransom, Thomas Gerard Green, Elizabeth Marquez, Deanna Wolf, and Takis Walter. We have more stories all the time and through the weekend on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by I Am Snow Angel of Lake Placid and Muskox of Ottawa. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.